Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, when you think about the local priest and the Catholic Church, maybe you're not particularly religious these days. Maybe you're not attending the church all of the time. But would you still like to have the priest there for certain events, like marriages and communions and confirmations and funerals? Well, there is a growing risk, and it's already happening uh, around Limerick City and County, that you won't have that priest available to you anymore. The Association of Catholic Priests is warning that it may become a thing of the past. Now, Father Seamus Enright is a good friend of the Limerick Today show. He's rector of the Redemptorists here in uh, Limerick, and obviously he would be close to these things. Uh, you're welcome, Seamus. Good, good Joe, thank you very much. How are you doing? And, and we also know that um, there was a recommendation from bishops to the Pope after a conference that in the Amazon area priests should be allowed to marry because, again, they're very worried about the shortage there and we are definitely seeing a shortage here. I think, Joe, the recommendation from the Synod on the Amazon wasn't that priests should be allowed to marry, but that married men should be ordained priests. So it's a little bit different. Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. Yes, yes, I see see your point. So you can be married and become a priest. Well, that's what they're... But if you were a priest beforehand, you can't marry. Well, that's what it seems to be implying. Right. Um, Because we we already have... It's a subtle difference, but what what difference does it make? I don't know that it makes much difference in practice. But the proposal is that in the Amazon region, which is a vast region, of course, in, 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 in South America where there's huge distance, not all that many priests, but where there are also, if I understand from following the Synod and the Amazon, um, big difficulties around, because there are so many indigenous groups with different languages, um, there are problems about a shortage of priests there. That's very acute. I mean, the shortage in Ireland is mild in comparison, I think, with the shortage in a place like the Amazon. But this, I think, is an interesting opening because I think Pope Benedict and Pope John Paul II would never have allowed a synod have a discussion about opening up the priesthood to married men as Pope Francis has allowed. And there was a very wide process of consultation leading up to the Amazon Synod and then the majority of bishops has, have asked that this be, I suppose that not so much that a decision be made immediately but that the conversation be taken further. What about back here then in Limerick and the impact of the yeah. shortage of priests now? I think it's becoming acute, as the Association of Catholic Priests are saying. Um, see, we have this expectation, you touched on it there, I think, that um, we can just turn up and there'll be a priest. <laughs> and, of course, that's going to be less and less likely. So the Association of Catholic Priests are advocating um, ordaining married men, um, admitting women to the diaconate and I think those things are probably likely to happen down the road but I have a sense that the crisis is deeper that even if you were to open up the priesthood to married men and if you were to open up the diaconate to women that you're still I'm not persuaded that there's a big cohort of people lining up to to I- go into ministry even if these are allowed because I think there's a very deep crisis of faith 
And I can think you know, in my own head right now of two or three people that I would have uh, known, you know, to say hello mm, to mm. who were priests mm. who ended up leaving the priesthood yes. because they fell in love. Mm. So what about that? The yeah. fact that good priests yeah. and, you know, active priests yeah. who were doing a good job, yeah. are we getting close to a point where because they happen to fall in love, that yeah. they should not be allowed to yeah. continue in yeah. the priesthood. And the Association of Catholic Priests is recommending that such priests be invited back into active ministry. Um, again, I'm not sure how, how do you... Quant- I'm not sure how, if you were to quantify it, how many are there and how old are they now? So there's a demographic issue there, I think. I think it, it would help, but it would be a stopgap solution, I think, because the, the men who've left priesthood are probably of the same age of those of us who are left in priesthood now, and we're an ageing cohort of people. I think there are other ways of dealing with the situation that we should explore. One of the things I think we need to do maybe is declericalize the celebration of the sacraments, and there's a provision, I checked this last night, there's a provision in the Code of Canon Law. Um, if people have their copies of their codes with them, they can check it as Canon 223, which says that the bishop can designate lay people and commission them to celebrate sacraments of baptism and to witness the sacrament of marriage, because we know that anybody can baptise. So I think we might need to move into a situation pending more long-term decisions, I think, about married men and women deacons. We might need to move into a situation where we invite more lay people to step forward and become more involved. Now, that'll take. if that were to happen, it would take a while for people to get used to it because people have this expectation about a priest. Right, we're talking to Father Seamus Enright, who's the rector of the Redemptorist here in Limerick. To be fair to the current bishop of Limerick, he's mm. been saying a lot oh, of yes. what you've been saying yes. for a while. Yes. But do you believe that the interest in Catholicism, you know, outside those who are uh, practising on an ongoing basis, is largely cultural, event-focused, and they don't have the slightest interest in helping out in the church day to day and week to week. But they do still expect that they'll get the day out when they want the day yeah. out. And I, I think there's an element of that. I mean, by European standards, um, lots of people still practice in Ireland. So like the priesthood, it's an ageing cohort of people. Um, if I look at the people who come to Mass in Mount St. Alphonsus at the weekend, um, young people aren't mi- completely missing. But they're in a they're in a minority. Young families are in a minority. So it's an aging cohort of priests ministering to an aging cohort of believers. Then there are people, I think how would I describe it? I think there are people maybe would you say with a kind of soft faith? Um, that they haven't stopped believing. They probably don't go to church regularly. There's still faith in them. And they have this expectation about sacramental moments, about baptisms and first communions and and weddings. Though interestingly, I think the pattern about weddings is shifting and more people are getting married outside of of, of the church now. I hear priests saying, now, this isn't scientifically studied, but I hear priests saying that those who are coming regularly to church are more aware of the need for change. 
because they're around. So if you were to move towards lay people celebrating marriages or baptisms or funerals, those who are coming regularly are probably more geared up to accepting that than those who are coming irregularly and haven't been around the church for a long time and then turn up expecting a priest and finding a lay person. Exactly. And do you think in that instance you would look up at someone doing some of the funeral rites mm. um, at your parents' funeral mm-hmm. and go, hang on a minute now, that's Mary from down the road. Yes. That's Johnny. What, who who, who are, does he or she think they are um, in this pivotal moment yes. for my family? Yeah, but I think it will take, t- I think if these people are properly trained and properly prepared to do what they're doing, um, it's happening in other parts of the world. I mean, for all the crisis about numbers of priests in Ireland, we're still in a rather luxurious situation, say, compared to the Amazon. Um, I think it would take education. I think it would take getting the word out. I think it would take um, proper um, yeah, well, education of the wider community and the training of people. But this kind of begrudgery does... I suppose it's a sort of an Irish characteristic that kicks into play as well. And also, these are pivotal moments. And people have expectations as to how these moments should be celebrated. But it can't go on the way it is. Well, I mean, you'd be well aware that, you know, at funerals, for example... Mm. There's still a bit of a tendency for some people, not all, for some people, to count the number of priests that were on the altar. Yes, less than that, of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, can and I, I think this? there are ways of managing this. I think if you were to take, say, funerals, I think lay people could receive the remains, the priest could celebrate the funeral mass, lay people could then go to the cemetery and do the burial. I think there are ways of sort of mixing mm. and... And matching. One other question, Father Seamus. The Catholic Church has been around for a very long time. Yes. If nothing were to change at all, and you were just to carry on pretty much as is, is all this talk of crisis overblown? And if and a thousand years from now, would the church still be here, hale and hearty? I don't think the crisis is overblown. I think there is a crisis there. Um, if you look at history, there are places where there was once a flourishing church where there's no church now. If you look at North Africa, say, which is now Muslim, was Christian once. Um, If you look at, say, Scandinavia, which was up until recently kind of Lutheran and now to a great extent is completely kind of secularised. So I think it is possible for the church to die in particular places um, for complex reasons. And I think it's possible for the church to survive as a very small minority as maybe happens in some places as well. And um, and I have no doubt that in Ireland the patterns will suggest that no matter what decisions we make about priesthood and celebrating sacraments, that believing Christians, not just believing Catholics, but believing Christians, and people of faith, I think, if you look wider than the Christian churches, I think people of faith are going to become a minority in Ireland. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Okay, Father Seamus Enright, Rector of the Redemptorists in Limerick. Always great to hear your views. Thank you very much for coming. Joe, thank you very much for having me. Call Limerick today now on 461995.